Hello, what's poppin' and welcome to Popcorn, your stop for all things pop, and I made a new tagline, it's a show for fans, by fans. Wow, so, welcome to this week's Popcorn, our main topic for this week is Black Mirror, so that's very exciting stuff, but aside from that, we also have a Popcorn heavy episode, dahil ang daming nangyari this past week. Truly, no? Like, I didn't expect so many things to happen, but that's what happened. Yes. So anyway, before anything else, I'd introduce you to my co-host for the week. We have a very good friend and old classmate, Erica yes. Villa Ignacio. What's up, Erica? Hello. Thank you for inviting me back to Ateneo now that it's really like dark and <laughs> dim. And uh, like you guys didn't hear it, but a while ago he scared me and I was like on the way to the bathroom ready to tackle ghosts may motorel dito are. apparently so yeah, yeah, it's either her napapunta sa banyo or yeah. me na nandito lang sa room magisa. I know we're just or trying, both of us yeah. while we're recording hopefully not but anyway there's a lot that's happened this week so ayun um, I guess we should start going to it mm-hmm. and that brings us to our segment called Popcorn which is our weekly recap of the things that happen in pop culture and Pinoy pop culture. So is it a yes, a sax, or a pass? So to begin, we've had a pretty good day for video games last Monday because the E3 happened and there were a lot of announcements for new video games and a lot of um, reveals for those video games that a lot of people have been anticipating ever since. So first off, we have a new Star Wars video game. It's called Star Wars The Fallen Jedi. So it's also, it's for PlayStation, Xbox, everywhere, basically. I love it. And the story is between um, the third film and the fourth film. And mm-hmm. also, um, what's that spin-off film? Uh, uh, there are a lot of spin-off films. There's like Solo. Si Jin Erso. Ano pangalan like, uh, Rogue One. Yes, yes. ayun. Sorry, I failed my research and <laughs> my okay. pop culture knowledge again. But as you can see in the trailer, when you see it, si Saw Gerrera, who appears on Rogue One, is in the trailer. So it's kind of like between the fall of the Jedi. Yeah. I think this shows one of the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. No pun intended, but I love that movie. Again, I will reiterate that to those who are haters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really loved it. I will fight anyone who hates that movie. I but really will. But um, sorry for cutting you. Uh, okay. The Fallen Order shows that. And it has a pretty interesting story, which I'm looking forward to play when it comes out. Yeah. So it's a yes for me. I love Star Wars. Yeah, it's a yes for me as well. I remember I played one of the earlier games, na medyo Call of Duty mm-hmm. um, format. Siya. Is it Battlefront? Yes, it's. I played Battlefront. Before. I heard it was bad though. Uh, well, if you if you didn't care about the story, then it, mm-hmm. it was fine. <laughs> but I guess for the people that was uh, that that really were expecting like a huge epic story then it it wasn't that great in that but respect. i think the second um the second uh, game in particular had a campaign this time around yeah because it did. the parang the critique for the first one was that you know there wasn't any story to it yeah there was barely any story to it uh, my brother played the second game and according to him i trust his opinion very much uh it did 
a lot better this time around. I'm look, I want to yeah. play it actually. So you hopefully I'll get a cheap copy na second hand. Right? <laughs> <laughs> as working people. Yeah, I have so much games and books just piled in my room. That's true. It's sad. I'm, I'm guilty of that also, I think. But, you know, we try when there are holidays. And speaking of holidays, belated happy Independence Day to the Philippines. Belated! That was yesterday. Sana hindi tayo masakop ng China. <laughs> please! <laughs> I mean, it's already, it's already happening. But, you know, let's know. stand our ground for our independence and the freedoms that we live every day. That's true. It took us years and years to get here. Let's please not regress we'll talk more about the philippines a bit later but now we're on to our next e3 news from um cyberpunk 27 2077 yeah so it's another new game it's pretty exciting again this is uh actually featuring keanu reeves who has been on a roll ever since i know he's like he's like um the new white boy of the internet i think that's what they of call the it. month yeah white boy of the month yes but i feel like you know keanu has been there since yeah. the 90s 2000s with the matrix and other franchises but 2019 has really been his year exactly with the third john wick mm-hmm. he's appearing in toy story 4 as duke kaboom not mm-hmm. appearing, but voicing Duke yeah. Kaboom, rather. But there's been a lot. He was also in Always Be My Maybe. Yeah, I watched his parts, and he was really, really great in that movie. I think he was my favorite part of the whole film, actually. Ayun, so yeah. that's another exciting game. Um, not super good at all these tactical games, to be honest. But um, Really? What are, what are your video game genres? About? I usually play, like... Um, fighting games or kiddie games okay so so it's like a it's like a spectrum on one side it's like (laughs) fighting games sobrang angas mo and like on the other side it's like pokemon i guess (laughs) yeah Yeah. i have a a ps4 and i also have a switch at the same time so it's more of like a balance because that's good um i enjoy my kiddie stuff like for a time i was really into disney infinity because it had all It had all Disney properties like Marvel and Star Wars and Disney and Pixar. So you could just play along with all those characters in one game. So if you guys have the chance to uh, play Disney Infinity, I guess grab that chance. And it's also a collectible. Mm -hmm. That was a time when Toys to Life was a thing. So, you know, the collectible craze was there and you could play as those characters. They really know how to make Ah. you addicted to yeah and i'm a a collector for a lot of things so i fall into that trap yeah your room is just a huge like it is pop culture (laughs) i suppose it is it looks like a toy store (laughs) at this point um next movie slash video game related news is that the popular or cult classic blair witch project Mm -hmm. now has a video game so this is exclusively for xbox which is sad because I own a PS4 and a Switch. Exactly. It's like, you're already there at Xbox. Go to PC, go to PS4. I have no idea. Maybe they have an exclusive deal. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, Marvel's Spider-Man for PS4 was so good. So I guess each each console has their own exclusives. I guess, I'd yeah. be sad not being able to play this, but, yeah. you know, I'd take Spider-Man over this. But I it's a it. yes, Same. still... Um, it's interesting because it's a new story in the Blair Witch Project world mm-hmm. coming from the first movie and the s- second, yeah. s- the sequel and the revival as mm-hmm. well. So there's a lot to explore 
And I love horror in general. Me too. I really do. Also, they can never kill the witch, which is a great idea. You can milk it as far so as you can. So how do you win the game? <laughs> Honestly, I think you just don't die. If that if that makes any sense, well, just don't die. Well, to those people who have Xboxes, let us know when the game does come out. Yeah. Sometime soon. We'll be here just sad and watching you guys play. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay lang. And the last and most exciting for me is that Marvel's Avengers by Square Enix, the same makers as the Spider-Man PS4 game, um, there are more developments to the Marvel's Avengers game. So... Let me just read some um, some quotes from that ep- from not not episode but from the press release. So it says you can join key members of the development team. I mean sorry, hindi pala. Fail. <laughs> okay lang, it's fine. So they call it the defining Avengers gaming experience. It's an epic action adventure that combines cinematic storytelling with continuous single player and cooperative pl- gameplay. So assemble in teams up to four players, master extraordinary abilities, customize your heroes to fit your playstyle and combine powers to define to defend an ever-expanding world under constant threat. So that is super exciting. I know. Um, we don't really know the details, like the full details for the game. Mm-hmm. So for me, obviously, it's a yes because playing Spider-Man was just amazing. Okay. Spectacular. Mm-hmm. Homecoming. Grabe. Lahat ng spider yeah. titles. But um, it was just like, felt like you were actually Spider-Man swinging throughout New York City. Which is how it's supposed to feel, I think. And, yeah. you know, it was an homage to the old PS2 games of Spider-Man as yeah. well. Yeah, did you play those? I think I did. Yeah, I remember playing those and I spent like a good two hours long, just like swinging around the city. Yeah. And, and like, doing like random missions, like delivering pizza to people. Even with this like, new game. That's what I wanted to do as Spider-Man. That's true. Like yeah. even with this new game, um, I was just, I just, I love New York so much. It's one of my favorite cities, if not the favorite city in the world. But, uh, wow. parang just playing the game makes me feel that I'm there and mm-hmm. I don't really have to travel. But of course, you know, yeah. it's almost like the real thing. Yeah. I, I mean, we're broke. We have, we have New York dreams. Might as and well live in through Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah, so to those curious, you, sh- you should go check that out. It's only on PS4. Next, we have another awards ceremony that happened on Monday Philippine time. Mm-hmm. That was the Tony Awards 2019 Woo-hoo! for Broadway musicals and plays. So, Hades Town, a new musical, mm-hmm. won eight awards, including Best Musical. Um, I didn't get to watch this when I was in New York recently, Sayang. but it's not really something that's my cup of tea, so I just okay. didn't really watch it. But I've heard a lot of good things, so it won eight awards, including Best Musical, Best Director of a Musical for Rachel Chavkin, mm-hmm. Best Original Score, Best Performance by an Actor in a Featured Role for Andre the Shields, Best Orchestrations, Best Scenic Design of a Musical, Best Sound Design of a Musical, and Best Lighting Design of a Musical. Wow, congrats. So it's the clear winner of this year's Tony Awards, yeah. Hades Town. And aside from that, um, the highlight awards, Santino Fontana, who was known for his roles on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend mm-hmm. and Hans in Frozen, mm-hmm. um, 
he won best performance by an actor in a lead role for Tutsi. Mm-hmm. I watched that one and he was really good, hands down. Deserve naman. Yeah, um, yeah, he played a woman. Wow. He was in drag. Okay. And he was also himself for some parts. So Ooh, that's interesting. it's interesting. Um, it's not like a, it's not a kinky boots kind of thing. Okay. Because uh, I've heard that there's a lot of criticism against his win because mm-hmm. in a time na it's Pride Month and yes. they're saying na is this really a representative of what mm-hmm. you know drag or what trans should be or something like that because the story is pretty. It's a relevant story mm-hmm. based on what I watched. So okay. for me, wala akong problema. But I think people are being too over-sensitive again or being too woke. Yeah, I mean, I can't, uh, I can't speak because um, I'm, I'm not trans nor am I a gay man. But um, I, I do believe that we should analyze performances for what they are. Sometimes uh, we should gauge no, whether... We are being too woke, but talaga or sa performance, but tayo galit. You know, like we should yeah, think about these things, muna. Exactly, and there's really just no room for negativity. That's true. I mean, there's room for constructive criticism yeah. and critical thinking as of course, always. Of but course. just being pure negative for the yeah. sake of being negative, diba, like, it won't do anything for the pride movement. So. Or just in yeah. general, not even pride. Yes. But next, another winner is Ali Stroker from Oklahoma. She won Best Performance by an Actress in a Featured Role in a Musical. And she is the first ever actor in a wheelchair to win a Tony Award. Amazing. Yes to that. Yes Congrats. to that talaga. I remember her being the Glee Project, that reality oh, show. Speaking of last week's topic, which uh-huh. is Glee, you can listen to that. Um, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere where podcasts are heard, and YouTube as well. Shampre na plug na ako in the middle of the show. Oh nga eh. But okay lang yun. <laughs> yun. Um, speaking of, because that last week's topic was Glee, mm-hmm. so she was a Glee alum. She also appeared on the Glee TV show as mm. a sort of love interest for Artie because. Artie was in a wheelchair and she's in a yes. wheelchair for real. So, of course, one plus one equals two, I guess. Yeah, that was how weird Glee was. Yeah. But, you know, um, congrats to her. Mm-hmm. And lastly, Stephanie J. Block won the best performance by an actress in a lead role in a musical for The Share Show. Mm-hmm. She was one of the shares because there are three versions of Share in oh. that show. Whoa, three shares? Like, there was young Share, uh-huh. middle aged Share, and like older Share. Okay, definitely need to watch this because I need three shares in my life. Like well, the one on Twitter isn't enough. Chairs. Yeah, <laughs> two chairs. Magisa lang dalawa lang kami this week, but it's That's fun true. still. I love talking to anyone. Yes, you um, do. <laughs> we know that. And next on our list is a Netflix popcorn. It's the Netflix Chef Show. Um, writer, director, and food enthusiast John Favreau. Favreau. How do you pronounce that? Favreau, I think. And Chef yeah. Roy Choi explore food in and out in the of the kitchen with accomplished chefs and celebrity friends. So this has eight episodes. It was mm. released last Friday. Ooh. And this was pretty funny. It trended online because Gwyneth Paltrow was part of the guests. And ah, in this um, episode with Gwyneth, she didn't realize that she was part of Spider-Man Homecoming with John, who plays Happy. Grabeno. Like so, I, I remember I saw a tweet saying that uh if that person could be like Gwyneth, 
so clueless about the movie she's in, but with so much money, that person would take Gwyneth's like <laughs> place in a heartbeat. I think I'd do the yeah, same. Yeah, but thing. I feel like at the same time, she's been in so many Marvel movies as well. Na parang yeah. you can't really like compartmentalize now which part of which which part of which movie was that scene from? Diba? Like she could have easily confused it with an Avengers mm-hmm. movie. So and I I'd, I'd see why also because I bet these sets are super strict, super secret. So mm-hmm. she would probably get assignments with like code names and stuff. So she That's wouldn't true. understand like which movie this is supposed to be, pala, unless she like asks and you know really make sure that she knows where she is. But, That's true. So it's a yes. I haven't seen the show. But I'm looking forward. It looks like forward. a yes for me too. Yeah. So I read an article saying that um, this is the best food show on Netflix right now. Wow, even better than street food. Huh? Apparently. Really? So Sige. let's see how it goes when we watch the show. We'll get back to you in future episodes or minisodes. Um, next, this is pretty heavy news. Not heavy, but... Malaking news talaga siya that happened in the past week. Kasi na TV patrol siya guys. Na TV patrol, na Gano. DTI sila. Oh, na DTI sila. Na Twitter worldwide trend. I know. So we have two Crazy. bits of K-pop news. It's the first time I'm reporting K-pop on Popcorn. But yes, it's an should. exciting time. Yes, you should. I love K-pop. <laughs> and I do too. I have a whole playlist. I know. Dedicated to it, which Erica saw earlier. His playlist <laughs> is legit, guys. I scrolled through just to make sure and I was like, he got some EXO and BTS in there. This is good. Thank it's good you. good for sure. I'm happy. I'm yes. legit. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But, okay. So this is the big news from last week. So Shopee... And Blackpink had an event together, which was meet and greet. Mm-hmm. And what happened was there was massive social media outrage after because they were telling um, Shopee that it was a scam. So yeah. hashtag Shopee scam trended worldwide number one because of what happened. Mm-hmm. Because what were the rules of the meet and greet in the first place? Well, the rules were the top 568 spenders were no, supposed to... only 40, top 40 spenders, I think. No, the thing is the top 568 were supposed to get in, but only the top 40 were released, so people were oh. already sketched out by that. Like, the rest of the qualifiers were never actually disclosed. Mm-hmm. So there were people with actual tickets, and they showed up, and paid then like 40, app or something 80k, like yes. And then, may confirmation sa side ng fans. Pero sa side ng Shopee, all of a sudden nawala siya. And it was really like an operational disaster. Like, I wouldn't want to be there in that situation. <laughs> Whether as a fan or like as a Shopee employee. Like, it was crazy. But I think, uh, for me, this whole mess is a pass. Because, yeah. you know... Huge uh, pass. In the first place, um, the rules were very clear that you had to buy something from Shopee. Yes. And you had to be one of the top 40 spenders, which is a big thing because mm-hmm. people are competitive and yeah. you really want to see your favorite group, which mm-hmm. happens to be Blackpink. Mm-hmm. And yun nga, I think the top spender spent 220000 just to get to this event. Yep, it was a guy. I, I don't know who he is, but like... <laughs> Hello sayo. <laughs> I think he would have been really mad if he didn't get in, but I think he did naman since number one siya. But what would you spend for 200 plus thousand on Shopee in the first place? That's so weird. Exactly. It's like, I don't know what he bought. Did he buy an entire category of stuff? <laughs> tapos naging 200k na lang siya. My mom I guess was like the... saying, baka naman may business sila tapos 
they bought stuff for their business on Shopee. But oh. at the same time, for me, I respect K-pop fans and I love K-pop. But major OA in reaction to this. I mean, I know, grab it. Another reason for people being outraged is that um, there were a lot of influencers, Dao, and personalities that were in the event. Mm-hmm. But for me. Isn't it a given uh, you're going to invite influencers to make your sh- show more visible to people who mm-hmm. aren't aware of it and invite VIPs because yeah. it's maybe it's marketing. It's not yeah. just Philippine, a Philippine thing, but it's given in any event na that's true. May VIPs and mm-hmm. all that. So, parang, yeah, we get it. You guys are hurt that you didn't get to watch your favorite group yep. which is Blackpink mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily give you the capacity to just go Superman I know I know well and also my opinion on Blinks getting really mad is also uh, as a K-pop fan I'm a fan of Twice I'm a fan of Red Velvet Blackpink all these groups I know that um, events occur because companies want to make money off me mm-hmm. and money off like and my even obsession, the right? Main companies that churn yes. out these groups exactly. in the first place. Exactly. So as a fan, uh, I just want people to know where to put their trust. Mm-hmm. Know if an organizer is legit. Know if the mechanics are bulletproof. If they're not, I suggest don't invest. Yeah. And possibly invest in I don't know, like another concert. Or when, you could just. Buy, I mean, apply for a Korea visa. Yes. Go to Korea and see them in a show. I think that will cost you less than 200000 for a few days. Yeah, it'll still cost you a lot, but like not, not naman 200 k yeah, 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 exactly. So, yun. actually, my sister works in Shopee. Oh, and how does she feel now? She's not part of the whole mess. That's but, good. That's so good. Um, They were told by management to put their accounts in private because... The yeah, blinks because are going blinks crazy. are going crazy, I know. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of toxicity, mm-hmm. not just with blinks or army or K-pop groups, but even in Drag Race fans. I know, and I know. a lot. Game of Thrones was pretty toxic by the end of it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, everyone just enjoy your life and yes. know your priorities. And that's, that's true. Be happy. Don't put hate on everyone. Yeah. Also know when to avoid the internet. I had to learn that the hard way. <laughs> so next K-pop news, mas masaya naman siya. That's so, good. So, ang nangyari ay, there was a concert last Sunday, same time as Binibining Pilipinas, and it was called K-pop World Music Festival 2019. It was in MOA. Tapos, one of the, some of the performers were Red Velvet and NCT. Sila yung pinaka sikat dun sa concert na yun, tama ba? I think Siling Pinasikat, yes. And then there were other groups there present also, but the headliners were NCT and Red Velvet. Yeah, so as you can see on screen for those watching on the um on the live stream right now, um Sharon Conetta was there, Tita Shawi, hashtag Sharonian Deva. with her daughter Miel. So and cute. Her Instagram was just full of NCT. She calls herself the mama and citizen. Oh or my god, Or citizen cute. mommy yata. So, sobrang nakakaaliw yung mga posts ni Ate Shawi. I know, and I'm glad she got to meet them, diba? Sila yun. I think uh, what happened was, Ryan Bang was hosting the show. Okay. And she got access to Ryan Bang through Vice Kanda. 
Uh, just to get her to meet galing. um NCT 127 that's true which is a subgroup of a bigger NCT mm-hmm. um but they're like the younger group yes but yes, yun nga, it's nice to see that even big stars like the mega star of the Philippines yeah. is a fan of something else and diba? she'd go through all the lengths just to be with her favorite boys yeah and i think she has been a k-pop fan for a while now sa vice ganda ata sa gandang gabi vice mm-hmm. yes um she danced titi the the twice song so she's a yeah she's a she's a once too yes so go at the shawi it's a yes queen for you because you're just living your life happily and she just looked super happy in all her instagram posts i'm looking at it right now and wow and dami yung videos meron ng may super ano kasi i'm looking for the posts right now merong super funny na si sharon about it na she was saying na oh i was a f- I was a, I'm a big singer here in the Philippines. I've been singing since I was 15. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'd love to meet you again. Mm-hmm. I can get you access to a private island that has the whitest beach. Whoa. And, you know, parang ganun. The, wow. the whole post was about that. And I was like, wow, the dedication. All the fans are shaking right now because she doesn't ha- they don't have a private beach exactly. to offer. <laughs> but I feel like I think if any fan were as powerful as Sharon Conetta, they would do the same thing. If I were her, yeah. I would too. So, ayun. Super happy for her. And to all the fans who watched last night. I mean, not last night pala. Last Sunday. So, yeah, last Sunday. Show. Good for them. Uh-huh. Enjoying their lives. Exactly. Okay, so we're down to our last two um, pop currents of the week. So, next is another Filipino pop culture news. Um... So, Pinoy Big Brother Ocho is currently airing on ABS-CBN. Mm-hmm. So, um, they just force evicted a housemate based on a rape joke. Mm-hmm. So, in an episode aired on June 4, 27-year-old housemate Banjo Dangalan, dubbed the funny fighter ng Quezon City, was asked to leave the Big Brother house because of a rape joke. Mm-hmm. So, what happened was, um, the housemates were having breakfast together and... Nag-joke-joke joke siya kasi I think that's his personality to just joke around. Okay. And referring to a housemate, Gino, who's actually Atenean and was my classmate Grabe. before. Hi, Gino. Hi, Gino. Nasa loob ka ng bahay ngayon. Pero hello. Yeah. <laughs> Sabi niya kay Gino, Siguro masarap to katabi sa pagtulog. And referring to another person, palit tayo ng kama. Pagsasamantalahan ko lang to. Mm-hmm. Which is like, obviously pertaining to like, rape. Mm-hmm. In a joking manner. Yeah. But of course, it didn't sit well with a lot of the female housemates. Because mm-hmm. if you watch the video, parang some of the guys are actually laughing along. Yeah. But some of the other guys were just super uncomfortable as well. Mm-hmm. So, the night before actually, see si Banjo was already um, reprimanded by Kuya. Because... He made some female housemates uncomfortable because he was sniffing their hair or something like that. And that's like textbook creep move, I think. It is. Like any guy who randomly smells your hair, just, just like <laughs> run away, please. <laughs> so, Ayun, it's a yes for me because PBB is showing the way to the Filipino people that rape jokes are not okay. Exactly. We need that kind of media right now yeah. in this country full of 
a lot of men who mm-hmm. still think that rape is a joke and yeah. calling out women are is a joke. Mm-hmm. Being misogynistic is a joke. Yeah. Being homophobic is a joke. Mm-hmm. It's a big ball of fragile masculinity happening. It really is. And speaking as a woman, like if I were in close proximity with someone like that, like whether in the workplace or if like na bahay ni kuya ho or something and that's much scary diba kasi you're living in the same vicinity and there vicinity. are cameras around like, you like my first reaction would be this dude could attack me anytime and he's likely stronger than me cause he's a fighter he's, he's like, a fighter he's a mixed diba? martial art exactly diba? and, and ako I, I do martial arts din pala and like if I had a coach who was like this guy I wouldn't feel safe with him also so I'm glad they expressed that properly on national television so people understand why this is a problem. Yun lang naman. And yun, of course, it's a yes because, yes. you know, in this current climate, we need to stand up. And Pinoy Big Brother, I haven't been watching it lately. Mm-hmm. I've only been seeing clips and who comes out of the house because it's sort of been like an artista machine na lang yeah it is an artista past. machine though so ayun parang it's great that they're still standing their ground and actually making articles about what happened mm-hmm. so ayun good for you PBB I hope you make more progressive de- decisions as the season goes by and last for our popcorn for the week the good place on NBC is ending after season 4 mm. so it's a really beloved show Every by everyone and by everyone. um yon it's very sad. So talking about the decision to end the show, creator Michael Schur, who was also the creator of Parks and Recreation and part of the team who wrote on The Office. Yeah. So he says now after mapping out the season two, the writers decided na maybe it's about time to close the book mm-hmm. for to have like a good ending so mm-hmm. ito yung exact words sa niya. Um, given the ideas we wanted to explore and the pace at which we wanted to present those ideas I began to feel like four seasons just over 50 episodes was the right lifespan at times over the past few years we've been tempted, tempted to go beyond four seasons but mostly because making this show is a rare creative, creatively fulfilling joy and at the end of the day we don't want to tread water just because the water is so warm and pleasant. As such, the upcoming fourth season will be the last. Mm. I mean, and that's great. Yeah, I do agree with the decision because there's only so much you can take a story like that. A story that isn't meant to be like an epic Game of Thrones situation, diba? So I'm glad that they made the decision to end it in a good place, haha. <laughs> because it's so tempting to extend uh, and extend and extend, especially if people will still keep watching. But as a writer, talaga, you should make that choice. And it's great. I love the show so yeah. much. And it has a lot of lessons and philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully by the end of this upcoming fourth season, we get to have a full episode about The Good Place with a yes. philosopher mm-hmm. or a philosophy major because I'm not good in philosophy. <laughs> Even though we're Athenians. I mean, we, ha- yeah. we know the concepts, but we don't necessarily like know yeah. all the concepts at the top of our heads. Yeah, I mean, life, work, it kind of gets in the way sometimes so there you have it those are our popcorns for the week we've had a really really interesting week a mm-hmm. lot has happened compared to the past week but yun, um in general there's a lot of good things to 
um watch out for and there are a lot of things to be wary of as well yes so yun that is our pop current for the week we will go on a short break we are back to popcorn with cholo sediaren your stop for all things pop and a podcast for fans by fans so our main topic for today is black mirror season five discussion so black mirror came out a week ago it did and you know there was only there were only three episodes but before we head to those three episodes of course we can't not talk about bandersnatch so Mm -hmm. bandersnatch was released last december 28 2018 at the end of the year and what was bandersnatch erica uh bandersnatch is basically a choose your own adventure episode uh featuring this dude his name is Will Poulter. Will Poulter. And yes. Fionn Whitehead. Yeah. So it's a choose-your-own-adventure Black Mirror style. Uh-huh. So it was set in 1984 following Stefan, an aspiring video game creator who adapts a choose-your-own-adventure book called Bandersnatch into a game. So he gets into a contract with Tuckersoft, a video game, com- game company, and he meets one of his quote-unquote idols, Colin Rittman, who is a famous young video game creator. So this was super interesting. Um, there are 10 alternate endings because it's choose your own adventure. So yeah. Netflix showed you options on like what to do with the character. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of permutations. Sometimes it would lead you into like a reset mm-hmm. that you had to do because, you know, you didn't follow the right story. Because yeah. at the end of it, there is still... Like a right story. There are 10 right stories mm-hmm. that would lead to really like nice endings that yep. would have like some sort of conclusion to the story and yes. not like it will make you restart everything. Mm-hmm. That was one of the frustrations that, you know, when you chose something wrong mm-hmm. on a whim, you don't really have the chance to continue from where you started. Yeah. I mean, from where you ended. I know. And you have to restart the whole th- the whole game, essentially. Yeah. And for people who are familiar with choose-your-own-adventure video games, whether uh, they're indie games on Steam or on other platforms, usually if you go through a choose-your-own-adventure game, uh, the endings don't really lead you towards a dead end. Mm-hmm. So I think that was uh, the main criticism from, like, gamers naman. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yun. Um, for me... Bandersnatch was an interesting interactive experience. It's yes. w- the first live action event mm-hmm. by Netflix na interactive. Mm-hmm. So it's a very Black Mirror thing to do. Yeah. Um, the nice ending for me was there was one that says, recognize that you're in Netflix. And then he was yeah. like, what's Netflix? I know, that was so And funny. then there was parang uh, a part where he realizes he's just in a set of a movie or something like that yeah that was also very netflix of them to do like if you if you were able to acquire like a uk giant like black mirror and it's a choose your own adventure game of mm-hmm. course you'd be like hey pinging self-insert naman dyan, <laughs> and it's it was great um as a whole black mirror episode though it was just okay like yeah, same. Lang siya. yeah same it thing. was the concept of choose your own adventure that really made it interesting mm-hmm. but if you just watch it 
in a linear fashion, I feel like it's just okay. Yeah, it's from, just a normal Black Mirror episode. Mm-mm. Yeah, like I think from a writing perspective, it really could have been way better than it was. It's just I think Charlie Brooker really focused on bringing the execution to life more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Format was obviously more important to him here than writing. So if that's your cup of tea, then you're really going to enjoy Bandersnatch. But if you're looking for um, top-tier storytelling, maybe you can turn to other episodes of Black Mirror for that. That's true. But, you know, it's one of a kind. Yes. I mean, more Netflix shows are already doing it right now. Mm-hmm. But for a live-action um, movie or experience it was the first of its kind yes i mean before that i think there was a puss in boots choose your own adventure oh, that's which so i discovered cute. like two years before bandersnatch really yeah so it's okay. like the same concept but with puss in boots from dreamworks i should check that out that's you so should. cute it's just like a kiddie yeah. bandersnatch Pong good vibes lang. gv yeah and we need a lot of gv we do every day yes so now we're headed to season five Season so five. let's begin chronologically. The first episode in this season was called Striking Vipers. And it starred Anthony Mackie, Pom Clementif, and Ludie Lin. Mm-hmm. So this whole episode, the gist was... Um, it's sort of like a play on virtual reality video games. Mm-hmm. So medyo may pagkatekan Street Fighter vibes. Yes. Na... There were two friends. Uh, I mean, there were three roommates in one house. And uh, oh, by the way, to those listening, if you haven't watched season five of Black Mirror, stop listening <laughs> and come back to the show once you have so we can listen to our discussion. So anyway, what happened was after a number of years, the friends kind of um, kind of grew apart because mm-hmm. of adulting and yes. having a family. Mm-hmm. And... Um, during a reunion, they were like, oh, we should hang out more with each other. Even the wife of Anthony Mackie was saying that you should hang out more with their other roommate. Yes. And what happened was when they were in college, they had a video game called Striking Vipers, which they bonded together. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what bonded them together. And in the 10th anniversary of them being in college, when they reunited, it's a VR world na and yeah. you can actually experience the game in a VR mm-hmm. setting. Not just VR, but like you can actually feel what the virtual reality mm-hmm. is showing. Yes. So it's like a complete experience. Mm-hmm. So so throughout that episode, of course, we saw na they didn't just play the game. They played yeah. with the characters. They strike them vipers, if you know <laughs> what I mean. So it's very, it's a very sexual-ish episode. Yes. I mean, they didn't obviously show, like, gratuitous stuff. Yeah. But, but it was very obvious that they were there. having sex in the game. Because one characters. of the guys, the character was a girl, si Roxy. Yeah. And then the other guy was called Lance. Mm-hmm. So... Given that the adults that they are, mm-hmm. they did it as the video game characters, mm-hmm. and it became a thing for them. Yes. Na as bros, is this a weird thing, or are we just doing this as part of the game because it's cool? Uh-huh. And then that eventually affected the Anthony Mackie's relationship 
with his wife na parang the wife ended up saying why what's happening why you're not touching me anymore yeah what's happened we're trying to have a baby here and then he just couldn't like accept it that he yeah. was having sex with his bro yeah my kink is only game. having sex in video games <laughs> i can't do it in real life anymore. So, it's not the same well, this was drama. very interesting i yeah. mean it touched upon homosexual or homoerotic themes mm. and explored a lot of relationships between friends and between like romantic relationships and familial relationships mm-hmm. but i was just not there wasn't anything like substantial I know. to like get from it aside <laughs> from so the true. thrill of seeing two video game characters who are really good looking by the way yeah they are they were so hot like i loved those parts i was like, like these f- people are so bad guy <laughs> my know? friend was saying the casting was peak bisexual because she could just true. be attracted to lance played by ludy lynn he uh-huh. was red ranger yata in oh, the current uh in the previous kidding. power rangers um movie mm-hmm. and together with naomi scott who was jasmine in aladdin the live mm-hmm. action movie by the way we just released two minisodes our first ever minisodes monday and tuesday so mm-hmm. we have that jonas brothers chasing happiness and happiness begins minisode mm-hmm. we had a party literally in a jonas brothers wow and Saya. aside from that we talked about aladdin the live action movie in our second pop bite that's mm-hmm. what we call the minisodes so you can listen to that wherever you're listening to this mm-hmm. um it's only on the streaming websites because radio katipunan only has this weekly format yeah anyway back to black mirror back to black mirror season um, five we were saying um naomi scott was pink ranger and he was red ranger or probably green ranger oh okay so they probably know each other now no they probably yeah. do because they yeah. were in the same movie yeah, cast they were in as the same power movie. rangers cool anyway they were really good looking but it just felt so shallow and you know there wasn't anything to get from it aside from i mean i guess for the gays it was very Uh, exciting that's debatable for me i I don't know because i I also listened to another uh black mirror podcast Mm -hmm. that we were talking about off air called the black mirror cracked and uh a bisexual man actually um went through the episode as well and he thought that uh the homoerotic tendencies were very much there and he did feel uh very much represented by that but i don't know i guess he has more authority than me because he's a bisexual mm-hmm. guy and they are guys in the in the show but for me it it felt like a cop-out somehow because um uh you didn't mention this a while ago but the two guys actually tried to kiss in real life after yeah they, they were kept like having sex okay let's back. see if this is just in the game or yeah. If there's something we can get out of the game. And then they kiss and then there's obviously nothing there. So I don't That's think like it's very for gay. Real. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Plus, you know, they're having sex in a very uh, gratuitous voyeuristic environment yeah. as a straight couple in the game. So I don't think it seems very gay to me. I don't know. I feel like San Junipero like, knocked that off the park like a long time we ago. We will go back to San yeah. Junipero later mm-hmm. but that is an amazing yeah, Black Mirror episode mm. but yun nga, I agree I feel like if they had explored other characters like say both of them were playing male characters or mm-hmm. both of them were playing female characters yeah. or if they just completely like played around with all the existing characters in that game to say that 
for example, oh, gender is fluid. We can mm-hmm. feel anything we want to feel through different characters. But yeah. what matters is what we're feeling inside. Yeah, wow. I mean, that, that would <laughs> make more pride. sense to me. Happy Pride. Happy Pride, guys. Um, and, and also, uh, there was a part then in that episode where they were secretly talking about the relationship while si wifey was preparing something at uh-huh. And then uh, one of the guys, the guy who uh, plays Roxy Ata in the video game, he was trying to get over their affair, quote-unquote affair, by having sex with other people in the game of users he didn't really know. And he even like had sex with a polar bear like Ata to try to yeah. get that quote-unquote well, very connection diba, to get that connection <laughs> that they had pero he couldn't match it talaga or something I wish that was more believable I really wished it was if they if, showed it yeah if, if they actually showed like the depth of their relationship as uh, as bros pero they seemed like very shallow bros sa umpisa pa lang eh. so I have I, I, mean, I don't it's know it's an hour long episode at yeah. this point so oh why diba? maybe it's just really the concept I guess. But we'll I talk know. more about the whole season much, much later after mm-hmm. we talk about the second episode and third episode. So yes. the second episode is called Smithereens. So it stars Andrew Scott, who is known as Moriarty in the Sherlock series. Yes. Yes, Moriarty. And Topher Grace was also there. Um, so it's present time. It's not like a futuristic episode. Mm-hmm. And ride-sharing app driver Chris, played by Andrew Scott, kidnaps an employee of a popular social media platform called Smithereens mm-hmm. in an attempt to get in touch with its founder, Billy Bauer. Yes. So that's pretty much the gist of the episode. So it's very intense. Very I mean, It intense. tries to be intense for yeah. me. Um, but the whole thing... To me, mm. just felt like an hour and ten minute long PSA for don't snap and drive. Kaya nga eh. <laughs> that that's very. I I from the first five minutes alone of seeing our lead character Chris. Parang alam ko na yung mangyayari na ah okay somebody died because he was on social media while he was driving and that's why he's trying to target people from smithereens Mm -hmm. and now that's why he's trying to get to billy bauer and all that Mm -hmm. so it just felt like it felt shallow to me also it it really did i feel like um this was more an exercise in suspense than anything else it doesn't really arrive at anything deeper but the suspense at the same time is so predictable like really is what it's trying to show at the same time it's there's not much there to be explored i know exactly like they try i i I do give credit to andrew scott for an excellent performance he did yeah he really tried to milk the script for what it was really worth but at the end of the day there's only so much you can do it Especially yeah. with something that's not as deep as it's trying to be. And it's the longest episode out of the three episodes. So, parang, why? Did it feel long to you? It felt long to me. It felt so long. Yeah. For one, the runtime is one hour and ten minutes compared to the other two. Haba. So, parang, it just felt unnecessarily long and they could have gotten through with it through 40 minutes or even just a 30 minute episode. Because yeah. this storyline of the dangers of social media and the dangers of driving mm-hmm. while using social media it's just so overused yeah and we know this already gas gas na gas gas na gas gas na siya. i so... mean 
Going back to Glee last week, mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> there was an episode called On My Way, mm-hmm. which had Quinn Fabre texting, I'm on my way. Yeah. Because he was on her way to Rachel and Finn's supposed wedding. Mm-hmm. And she got into a car accident and got into a wheelchair after that. So yeah. That was only like five minutes or even less of yeah. one Glee episode. I mean, the rest of the episode showed her being in a wheelchair and like, you know, feeling all the weight of what happened. Mm-hmm. But yun, yeah. that's that. That's that. It's that's 2019. It. I know. Come I up with more they ideas, They could have gotten man. some other ideas that would explore social media even deeper. Mm-hmm. But I mean, because this is pretty okay in general, but you know, it's super gus-gus. It really is. And the thing is like, we're becoming more and more acquainted with technology and its advancements as we go along. So I feel like Charlie Brooker always needs to be on his toes when writing. And like he, he needs to be five steps forward. He does. He does. And he was five steps forward before. I don't know what's happened long now. So, maybe I don't know. It's because of the number of episodes. Maybe, then. maybe it's possible. It could also be creative burnout. We never know. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been a Black Mirror season every year now. At this point, every year now. I mean, yeah. I think you know the number of episodes affected this season. Not just, I mean, the first two or three seasons of Black Mirror each had three episodes, mm-hmm. which were all really good episodes mm-hmm. and the netflix seasons each had six yeah. season three and uh, season four and five mm-hmm. i mean no three and four pala three and four one and two were just three episodes each and this time around i thought it was going to be a return to form that there were three episodes that are really good yeah but it so happens na compared to the last two seasons that there were okay episodes there were really good episodes yeah this just had all the filler-ish episodes yeah it felt like filler episodes no parang there wasn't one um standout episode unlike from previous seasons that you could name an epic episode per season i mean going to our next episode which is called rachel jack and ashley 2 wait no, yeah. I want to talk about okay. Smithereens further. Pala. Okay, sige, sige. So, Elaborate I mean, tayo. Dangers of social media, of course, but it just also showed na all your information is accessible via social media. Yep. Like, they found it, they found the information on Chris right away, the people who worked there. So, mm-hmm. that goes to ask also the question, uh, how much have we posted that people from Facebook or Twitter or Instagram know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all um, basically we are the cost, the products of these social media platforms. Yeah, we are. But I feel like we're more desensitized to it because as we grow older and I think um, I speak for a lot of us, especially our generation, mm-hmm. Cholo, diba? we're the we're the techie ones. Uh-huh. We're, we're the ones who are um, researching further into the digital world. We know that. Um, and the, we've seen the best of both worlds yeah, we have offline it. and online exactly you've, you've sat in meetings where um, social media is just a bunch of numbers to mm. you but you know that there are faces behind those numbers yeah. it's just you don't think about it so much but like that begs to ask the question again like how much do they know because there's there are conspiracies where 
they can listen in through your phone like mm-hmm. on what's happening at the moment and that's when they target ads to you yeah i've I've had friends na parang i've just had a conversation with my friend over lunch about watches and then all of a sudden i'm getting watch ads exactly someone's listening it's to a me. whole industry but you know it's what we give it's the liberties that we enjoy yeah parang given that what we sacrifice to be on social media exactly it's a give and take situation that you're like trapped in somehow yeah but even Billy Bauer in this episode showed that even the creators themselves mm-hmm. feel like they've gone overboard and they don't know what to do about it. Yeah, it right? At the end of the day, you're the face of the company and you mm-hmm. end up being blamed for a lot of the things. Going mm-hmm. back to the shoppy thing earlier. Yeah. Right? So, you know, I mean, these are really good points, but we've seen them everywhere. Yeah. I, I also love pala, like one small detail. Uh, both the COO in that episode and Billy Bauer were actually like decompressing from technology when all of this mm-hmm. happened. The COO was judging, uh, sorry, jogging. Uh, si Billy naman was like on, on a, a retreat. On a 10-day ret- yeah. silent retreat. And the thing is, they still couldn't escape baka technology he, and their jobs. came from a Jesuit school, kaya may 10-day silent retreat. Exactly. Tapos nagtatrabaho na sila, so wala silang escape. I feel like that's the real nightmare. It is a nightmare. But what do you think is the social relevance of this episode specifically? For the Philippines. Because social media... We're one of the biggest users of social media. We are. I feel like... Nga, it's more about being aware of what we're putting out there. Mm-hmm. And being... Um, being... Uh, uh, what do you call this? Parang being... Aware also of what we intake from social media. That's true. Now we must be critical of what we read mm-hmm. because not everything on the internet is true. And important, deba. Because just yeah. fake news is a thing. That's true. And also, I think that we shouldn't let ourselves be governed too much by social media. Um, I, it's I remember, so hard though. Yeah, that's true. I remember uh, reading a review long of this episode saying that uh, Andrew Scott's character was 100% at fault behind the crash with his wife and all he was looking at his phone kasi, diba? But he made it into like this elaborate plot to get back <laughs> at Smithereen when in fact, kasalanan naman yun yeah, nakatingin siya sa phone niya, diba? He couldn't accept it. Yeah, he, he automatically thought of, oh, social media as this big evil entity, you know, when in fact he was just careless it was his fault. You know? Yeah. Okay. Crazy stuff. Well, back to the third episode which was cut earlier by yeah. my backtracking okay lang um, it's called Rachel Jack and Ashley 2 and it starred Miley Cyrus I know an so, icon of our in time. the story Rachel is a big fan of Ashley O which is Mike uh, Miley Cyrus's character so the release of Ashley 2 Ashley O's um, AI counterpart it's like a robot that has her like mind in it mm-hmm. so it makes her get the device for her birthday and it made her turn it into her best friend because her sister Jack wouldn't really notice her yeah. or would judge her but contrary to her sister's wishes parang ano ba yan but friend mo lang yung robot yeah because her sister is also a musician and she feels like this is too basic why are you doing this exactly she's at that stage in life yeah I mean she, I think she was 15 at this in this episode see uh-huh. Rachel so on the other side of things um, Ashley played by Miley Cyrus again, mm-hmm. is experiencing her own struggles as a pop star 
which leads her aunt slash manager Catherine to put her into a coma. Yeah, that was crazy. It's crazy af. I know. Among the three, I think this is the first one that I watched, and rightfully so. Yeah, that's disappointed. Na ako dun sa this is the last way. Two. Yeah, exactly. I mean, not uh. disappointed in a sense na oh. I shouldn't have wasted my time, but disappointed in a black mirror sense. Na yes. I wanted more out of this experience. But this one's really campy. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. It's Miley Cyrus. Exactly. I've spoken so much on this podcast about how much I love Miley Cyrus. And I think everyone loves Miley. I have not encountered a single person who doesn't love her. That's true. Yeah. Or maybe there are like straights who don't get the Miley thing. <laughs> the straights don't understand it. <laughs> they don't understand her. So this is generally like Hannah Montana Black Mirror version. Exactly. Think about it. That's what I thought of also. Because she has a wig and yeah. she has like another persona that's not really her that yeah. she projects. You know, it, I, I get the Hannah Montana references. What I like most about this is that it's a telling story on the pop star narrative that mm-hmm. The musician life is not as easy as you think it is. Because mm-hmm. seeing all these pop icons living their life and living their dreams, mm-hmm. you think it's so easy. Yeah. But it's not. Mm-hmm. And this just goes to show that experience. Uh, we've talked about in the last minisode with Jonas Brothers, we saw this in the documentary Chasing Happiness. Na, the rise and fall and rise of Jonas Brothers. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with Miley Cyrus. Um, with her Hannah Montana Disney days to her transition into a full-fledged adult pop star. Mm-hmm. She experienced a lot. And I think this is what she experienced in real life put into a Black Mirror episode. I know, exactly. Because I think, I mean, I love Disney so much. I'm a Disney kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it sometimes gets constricting because of the image that you have to put out yeah and i think that's what this wants to show mm-hmm. and i see a lot of the people that i work with also experience the struggles of trying to make it and also trying to stay on top yeah at the same time it's a huge thing eh? you need like a lot of sacrifices to get to the top and they really show like how deep the sacrifices can get and how crazy business like she was basically a robot yeah she was turned into a robot literally because <laughs> what happened so in funny. the episode was yun nga, she wouldn't follow what her aunt wanted to do mm-hmm. so parang they found her journal and then they realized that the pills they were giving her to make great pop songs she wasn't taking them yeah so when they found out the aunt um, sprinkled it into her food and yeah. that that put into a coma and they found some machine that could read her brain Uh for some black mirror reason yeah we don't know the tech behind this they were able to get all the notes and the words using Ashley 2 let's talk about Ashley 2 more Mm -hmm. so Ashley 2 is like the mini me of Ashley yes um you can be best friends with her talk to her it's like Siri but with a face Uh or Alexa yeah, and it's like Miley Siri. Yeah, so it has Ashley O's like whole brain into it. Mm-hmm. And you know, when she went into a coma, the sisters whose father has some technological equipment in his basement for his business. Yeah. They found a way, they, they found like some sort of a bug inside Ashley too. Mm-hmm. And when they deleted that bug, it showed the real Ashley. Uh-huh. Na si Ashley, hindi pala siya 
robot talaga na oh I'm Ashley oh yeah. I love you yeah. believe in your dreams mm-hmm. that's what she, she was saying to Rachel in the beginning mm-hmm. like you can do it yeah this was how she was saying it in a yeah. robotic sense uh-huh. but when they got rid of that firewall mm-hmm. the real Ashley appeared nagmumura na siya angry millennial lang she was an angry yeah, yeah she was an angry millennial basically yep. and that robot that Ashley too with the Miley with the real Ashley saw that the real real Ashley mm-hmm. as in the physical form was in a coma yeah and she was like okay help me get into my house mm-hmm. and let's fix this and then she pulled the plug on herself diba? that was wild that was wild and then when she pulled the plug on herself the real real Ashley woke up mm-hmm. and the aunt was trying to create this whole new Ashley interface or platform that mm-hmm. you can watch Ashley from wherever you are in this giant size Blade Runner form. Yes. And they did try their best to stop the Tita. The from, Tita. <laughs> the Tita from doing the, that. The evil Tita and from doing it. from then on, um, Ashley um, was able to just express herself her real self to her music, oh. which happened to be like a rock, rockista genre. Oh, oh rockista talaga siya. So it's really Miley Cyrus coming from Hannah Montana and then exploring all these experimental yeah. bangers uh-huh. music. And again, as I mentioned in previous episodes, bangers is such a good album. It really is. You guys should listen to bangers. Listen to bangers. If you haven't. Hi, Miley. I love you. It's important. <laughs> it's important listening. It really is. Yeah. So that brings us back to the whole season in general. Mm-hmm. This is surprisingly like a super quick discussion. Three episodes lang eh. Diba? One is yeah. three episodes. But two, there's not much to talk about. I know, exactly. Speaking of uh, Rachel, Jack, and Ashley Tupala, I thought that another interesting um, plot point would be delved into deeper and that's Rachel's social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't have any friends. She only talks to Ashley too. And at the end of everything, she still just has one friend, her sister. At least like, it's a start. It's a start. <laughs> it is. I mean, I'm glad she's finally friends with her sister. But also, I would have wanted to see uh, more of how that affected her personally. Like, she's obviously a recluse. Like, what kind of dangers does that have for her, especially since she's a teenager palang. It would have been nice to see lang. But obviously, I think they wanted to really focus on Ashley's character and where she was gonna go because that was the more exciting plot point naman talaga. So mm-hmm. I understand why they made that choice. I mean, it's also a representative of social media again. Yes. But this season in general kasi felt just very basic. Yeah. It wasn't Black Mirror. It was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. I mean, except for Smithereens, medyo dragging siya for me. Oh, oh, but the Black Mirror factor wasn't there. It wasn't. It explored some ideas and dipped its toes into it. Mm-hmm. But it didn't like dive all the way in to the Black Mirror experience that we all know and love. Exactly. I think um, someone gave this analogy to me. I, I just can't remember who. For Game of Thrones. Na... 
Game of Thrones season eight felt like you were handed out a bunch of ingredients, mm-hmm. and the writers expected you to think it was a cake, but it was actually just the ingredients. <laughs> I feel like that's what uh, this season of Black Mirror felt to me. Yun nga, it didn't feel complete. It didn't feel as, um, I guess, like meta Twilight Zoney uh-huh. as as it used to be. It didn't strike that fear that um, made it so famous mm-hmm. and I, I was really disappointed that it didn't do that it's just all very Hollywood the fact that Miley Cyrus is there Anthony Mackie even yeah. Andrew Scott because Black Mirror episodes usually show more of the unknown actors exactly like mm-hmm. I mean they had their own movies John Boyega was there before yeah, he was. Star Wars uh-huh. and was even um, Letitia Wright who was Shuri in all the Avengers and Black Panther movies. Yeah, she was did there. Great in she her was episode. in Black yep. Museum, mm-hmm. and even Haley Atwell was there. But yep. it wasn't um, advertised to be. Oh, these celebrities are here. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a good Black Mirror time. It yeah. was just because it was Black Mirror. That's it. Yeah. But this time around, medyo beliktad na parang mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus is here. Exactly. Let's have a grand oh. time. It's like they they really just wanted to attract viewers. But once the viewers got there, we had certain expectations and they just really didn't fulfill them at all. But, you know, Miley Cyrus. (laughs) I I mean, I love that Miley was there and she did a great job. That was probably like my favorite part of the whole season. So, yeah. Also, I want to add that there weren't really any new technological horrors to fear Mm -hmm. in this series in particular. Yeah, and I feel like that was incredibly lacking, especially since you you always want to look for something new to be scared of yeah, <laughs> when like, it comes to technology, diba? Usually you'd be paranoid of the thing that they featured on the latest Black Mirror episode. Yes. Like the, the nosedive one, mm-hmm. the social... Social anxiety yeah, social that you anxiety already feel, probably. Status. Yeah. Um, yun. Parang wala yun dito eh. Exactly. These are Uh-oh. stories, yes. Entertaining, yes. But it's not, there's not a Black Mirror ending mm-hmm. even. Yeah. Like, Ashley O just lived her dream and focused on her music. Mm-hmm. See, Smithereens, um, you know, everything was resolved. Yeah, pretty quickly, Nothing I think. Nothing really happened after yeah. that. Only, even like, a side character had a good ending that mm-hmm. she was trying to get her daughter's password because her daughter passed away, but she couldn't guess what it was. And yeah. then parang one last thing that Chris asked for K. Billy Bauer was that, can you get me in touch with this guy to give this girl who was appeared for like two minutes, mm-hmm. give her the password? And that happened. And like, okay. And yeah. even Striking Vipers, it ended up na... They had one day of the year where they were in an open relationship na yeah. Anthony Mackie could just do it with his friend on Striking Vipers X mm-hmm. and the wife can go meet other guys. Meet other guys yeah. and do them mm-hmm. and not have the guilt of doing everything. Diba? So parang, yeah. bakit ganun lahat ng endings masaya? Oh, nga eh. As compared to the usual Black Mirror episodes where you'd feel kind of defeated or like mm-hmm. kind of scared for your life or like, what's I should be thinking deeply into this mm-hmm. even more. Yeah, and my opinion naman on happy endings, I'm not completely against them naman. Mm-hmm. Like, I love happy endings as much as the next person does. But I feel like to get there, you really 
can't be just lukewarm about it, especially with Black Mirror. Like you have to go it's all what out. The show right? is about. Yeah, it is exactly. Whether and you can't be half baked. You can't. You really can't. So that pretty much ends our season five discussion. We'll be back later for a Black Mirror throwback. Yes. Talking about our favorite Black Mirror episodes. But before that, here's a plug for Westlife, the 20 tour. We're celebrating, they're celebrating 20 years of hits on July 29th to 30, 2019 at Ironeta Coliseum. Tickets are now on sale at ticketnet.com.ph or call 911-5555. Presented by Wilbros Live, Westlife hashtag Westlife Manila 2019. The first show is already sold out, so wow, good for Westlife. They're back. Great. So now we will go on a break. Here's. And we are back here on Popcorn with Chola Sadiaran. Of course, we're here with Erica. And we are Hello. talking about Black Mirror, one season of our five. favorite shows, but season five kind of disappointed us. Yeah. But given that season five was kind of like a downer, mm-hmm. except for Miley Cyrus, again. Again, she can do no wrong. <laughs> I'd, I'm just going to say Miley Cyrus's name again and again and again. Okay lang naman eh. Let's promote okay her. Yes. Love she her. needs to be loved. And now we're going to talk about our top Black Mirror episodes. Not necessarily ranking them, but just talking about the good ones that we really like. Yes. So, una, dun muna tayo sa honorable mention. For okay. me, kasi the very first Black Mirror episode called the, the National Anthem was just really like crazy. I think it set the bar. It did. For- Every single other Black Mirror episode, it needs to be that crazy. I watched it even before it was on Netflix, mm-hmm. so I was pretty young. Oh my god, and you were traumatized Maybe by that like, so early. Maybe second year college. Ah, okay, like, so... Like, naman super, super young. Yeah, mature like, kana, mature kana. But this kind of, like, this kind of show was, wow, mm-hmm. it kind of, like, shocked me. It because, really did. Because, I mean, I've, I've watched The Walking Dead at that point. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. Hannibal was another thing. Mm-hmm. And they were gross in their own ways. But this was kind of showing real life. And it really, it really that was. That was gross. Yeah. And it did showed... he actually do it with the pig? He did. I, I remember that. That's <laughs> what he did. Because um, it, it showcased social media as a terrorist tool. Uh-huh. Which I found to be very and interesting. And he was the prime then. minister of London. He was. He was. And. What's funny is like he actually became even more popular after that because everyone thought of his nationalistic act. Yeah, as as like saving the country, uh-huh. right? saving the life of this girl. But at the same time, his marriage disintegrated. So it really showed you the dangers of using yun nga, social media as a terrorist tool and how powerful it can be. For me, it was shocking and it wasn't just shocking for the sake of being shocking, right? Uh-huh. It had something deeper to say. Uh-huh. Just about like, the national consciousness. Galing, and being galing a leader to a whole nation, mm-hmm. what it entails and what sacrifices that you make. Exactly. So galingan mo naman Pilipinas. I know. My goodness. I don't <laughs> think we can ever match up to that, but we can try. We can try. Let's just not, you know, like have sex with animals. It's a different animal. Please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I let's mean, not I'm do never that. We're not gonna talk about 
politics because everything's so political and as i said in a previous episode you know we just really have to speak more about what we think and act on it yep. as well exactly so anyway let's talk about some great episodes mm-hmm. uh, well i'd talk about rachel jack and ashley too as a good episode not yes. necessarily a great episode mm-hmm. just to call back to season five but talking about the first four seasons before this we have USS Callister. Mm-hmm. That was a very... I'm, I'm such a fan of pop culture and sci-fi also. Mm-hmm. And this was kind of like a take on the Star Trek. It was. It was a very good take on Pero it. But there's a comedy in China sense. Dark comedy. Siya eh. Yeah, that's what I loved about it. And, and the twist was... The twist was... What's the twist? Alert? Sorry. I the twist was... Parang there was someone controlling all of them and oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that was the first twist uh-huh. and there were like several other twists after uh-huh. that yeah because he got like swabs of their dna i of, think because secretly. the guy in as the quote-unquote lead guy mm-hmm. in the parang star trek type show yeah was kind of a loser in real life uh-huh and he got swabs of DNA from his co-workers and parang controlled them mm-hmm. through that environment. And diba? then they found out. Mm-hmm. And then he got... Like, it's a, I think it's a huge... Yeah, it. it's a huge critique then on like male, toxic yeah. male nerd again, culture. Again. Yeah. Yeah, the like classic Black Mirror. Like critiquing what you see in around. real life yeah in real life and actually uss callister is one of my favorite episodes because of that it was very empowering for the female character to find out that even if she was actually and she was the like she really shined in this episode and she did not like just take her situation for granted she ended up fighting back and becoming the captain of her own ship which was freaking awesome, I That's think. That's so cool. I know. And and I think in the end, what happened was that the characters he, wa- he was playing with yeah. parang used his consciousness and mm-hmm. brought him to like an unhabitable place, inhabitable yeah. place in that universe. Yeah. And I think his real body is just like rotting outside or yeah. something like that. I was like, that is dope. That That's should be done dope. to all sexual offenders. I, f- I feel like, and I think the guy was a sexual offender he in was, some way. He about. was. Yeah, he was. Next, we have Black Museum, which we mentioned earlier. Yep. It was a big Easter egg. We were talking about this mm-hmm. off air. And that was like, Damn girl, revenge. I know, super kaduper meta Black Mirror, and also I think um, excellent use of suspense. Not like Smithereen, but actual real suspense. I really felt it in this episode. And society in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, we will we will never stop talking about racism. Yes, and like that's true. The structures of society that have been built around us, mm-hmm. not just African Americans or black people in general but even mm-hmm. asians that's true i mean yeah. this particular story showed torture for some black people mm-hmm. and that's why the lead character went back to black museum and yeah. like showed her revenge to the creators of black museum yeah exactly and i love that 
um there was a mystery to her character pa like you didn't really know until where, the end until the end na parang wow may backstory pala si girl na bonga you know it was a great surprise to me and yun it felt very satisfying to see all the events unfold next from season one or season two is be right back Mm-hmm. Starring Hayley Atwell and yes. Domhnall Gleeson. I know. That was Both really sad. good British slash European actors. Mm-hmm. That was wow. Yeah. Because just like the Smithereens episode, mm-hmm. Hayley Atwell's character experienced death of a partner. Mm-hmm. And compared to the Smithereens episode, she was able to bring the partner back to life through mm-hmm. his consciousness in yes. a robot. Yeah, in a robot. But it wasn't quite the same, Deba. We quickly discovered. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's rubber or something. I know. <laughs> and Deba, parang lab-grown lang siya. Yeah. It's like, but I understand then like why she went through all these lengths because... The grief when, yeah, is there. When you're grieving, you're not logical at all so for me it was one of the most human episodes of black mirror i felt like this could actually happen in the future people would really invest like so much money into creating you know like a love they had before but obviously it would never be the same that's true and it really had the grief aspect talaga it showed how people grieve Mm -hmm. as compared to smithereens going back to smithereens Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, parang okay, nag-monologue lang si Andrew Scott ng grabe. But Hayley Atwell's grief was really, like, I felt it way more than in Smithereen for sure. And talking about consciousness, there's also the episode called The Entire History of You. Another yes. consciousness-related episode where you could, like, use your brain to see everything that yeah. happened to you. And to someone else also, diba? Mm-hmm. You could as well. And you could like block people. Yes, you could also block people. Like in real life, you wouldn't be able to see them or listen to them. They'd just be like blobs to you. Like fun fact, yeah. the actress here is actually Jodie Whittaker, who is now ah! 13th Doctor. Ho-ho-ho! For those who do not know, wow. watch Doctor Who. It's a great show. And that is how we know each other in the first place. Yeah, Erica yeah, because we were Doctor Who fans. And we actually still are Doctor Who fans. I just yes. need to catch up to Jodie Whittaker's season because she's amazing. We will get to a Doctor Who episode once the newer season is coming. For sure. For 2020 sure. Payata or 2019 Christmas special. So that's six months from now. Something to look forward to at least. Diba? For sure. So the entire history of you is also parang how much control should we have of our memory? Because we only mm-hmm. have 10% use of our brains. Yes, correct? just 10%. Not the whole thing. Yeah. So it's showing the power that you can have and diba? how much it could like control you once you do yeah. have that access to all the memories exactly um and i think it's a classic take on uh when people are in a relationship and they have full access to everything that their partner does on their phone it leads to all sorts of fights diba? Mm-hmm. imagine if you could access every single thing your partner has seen or done mm-hmm. like I feel like that wouldn't enrich your relationship at all because that's a complete invasion of privacy diba? yeah it actually is yeah and and I love that they illustrated it so um, nicely here and it really did look like a horror story unfolding just from the relationship of two people but what I would like to have at least mm-hmm. is 
that access to memories like at least the good ones na, yeah you know we always didn't live in we didn't always live in this social media or like digital world yeah so it would be nice to like look back upon memories that we couldn't really remember just to like relive them or like mm-hmm. take snapshots because i'm so unlucky with mm-hmm. um external hard drives okay. and I've lost a lot of pictures. Oh no, sad. I'd like to just retrieve them yeah. through my memory or like diba? have access to them somehow through technology. Exactly. So it's a great thing and a terrible thing at the same time. Maybe have. you just have to like balance. Exactly. That's all that's all things. Yeah, because what I liked about the episode was um not everyone was driven crazy by mm-hmm. it, diba. There were other people that they really loved the technology and it's yeah. done everything but good for their relationship. It's just some people abuse the tech. So that's, that's Black Mirror true. for you. And next we also have White Bear. This is a really good oh, I love one that as show. well. Love that one. Speaking of PBB Kanina, this is kind of like a reality show yeah it's very like horror pbb like but to you the didn't next know, level you didn't know it was a reality show until the very end yeah exactly because um apparently torture siya mm-hmm. for a criminal mm-hmm. na you have to relive this maze of like people going crazy around you and you yep. don't know what's happening and people are chasing you mm-hmm. and you have to solve the mystery yes of the white bear mm-hmm. and then once you get to the end you're gonna have to restart again and, and just do it all over again. And yeah, it's like a whole, um, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole device production show. Production show, and people actually like pay good money to like see this happen. And it's not like a far fetched reality because we do love seeing people like get suffer. tortured and suffer the <laughs> meet a grizzly and this is why we love game of thrones this is why public executions have happened in history mm-hmm. you know it's really like a sick i guess aspect of human nature it's kind of like the truman show it's kind of like the truman with Jim show Carrey. Yeah. um except with more torture yeah and yeah. it also speaks about society and how we just live through violence wherever we watch it mm-hmm. that's true but you know, I mean, what what's your take? Like, should criminals be punished like this, or should they just rot in a jail cell? Or wow, diba? Oh my God, it's I don't think so. That question. Yeah, because I personally don't trust our justice system. <laughs> so, <laughs> diba? Like, you could just take anyone who whom you'd rather have like purged like this, or get you know criminal show in there just for entertainment just uh-huh. for the sake of like ratings and power so it's something that can easily be abused for sure that's true yeah. so now we go to the god tier yes sobrang god tier sobrang uso ng god tier na term lately oh, like there are a lot of memes or like battles online like what's a god tier fruit of the philippines or, or like god tier matches in tekken or yeah yeah so sure. let's talk about our god tier i hope you're with me on what my favorite episodes are though so far yeah actually i'm pretty with you although i'd bump uss callister up that's my really? only edit yeah yeah, yeah. Para sa akin lang yun. Sige, i'll yeah. rewatch it to see okay but for now of course one of them for me talaga is nose dive mm-hmm. i'm i'm a super like native now of social media like yes. i really want to curate my stuff my instagram, instagram stories, some i'm uh, not really my tweets but like the whole aspect of 
what people think of you yeah. gets to you talaga it and really this does. is the perfect example mm-hmm. like in this episode Bryce Dallas Howard mm-hmm. whom I love she's great yeah she's really great yeah. parang there's a social judging system that yeah. gives you points for being a good person or bad person mm-hmm. and that makes you gives you access to certain things or denies yeah. you from certain things as well mm-hmm. like in the episode she'd have a fake laugh just so she could get higher points like everything. and that is the power of social media that we needed to see in smithereens na parang mm-hmm. it's a rehashed um episode and this one just really did it really well it did it showed her it showed her journey from being a um, a person with really high points yeah. to one who just couldn't get through to her best friend's wedding because she didn't have the number of points. Yeah, and and what's so funny is it felt like a great tragic comedy. As in, as you were laughing, parang naawa ka talaga sa kanya na you understand her need to really like move up in the social ladder, but you mm-hmm. also think that she's really funny for thinking that's her whole life, diba? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, for me, kasi parang people judge you now th- through what they see on your social media, but exactly. that isn't exactly the picture. I know of who you are completely. Grabe, and w- she realizes grid of the self that you see, the mm-hmm. self that others see, the mm-hmm. self that you don't see, the self, and that's Dame. completely factoring into that as well. And that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'd rewatch it. Again and again. It's a it's a really crazy feel good episode with a bittersweet ending. That's mm-hmm. what I love about it. Na parang she finally accepted. Yeah, she did. Even though she life. got she got into prison for it. That was really <laughs> funny. Yeah, okay. But... Next we have Hang the DJ, which Oof, came from season four. Uh-huh. Really good one. I Another know. kind of social media related episode. Cause mm-hmm. I major made dating app aspect cha. Yeah. So what happened was there's you'd be paired with different types of people for a duration for a duration yep. of time and if you have a number of days parang it keeps on respawning and yeah. all that pero um sometimes you'd be with someone a super boring pero 100 days pa kayo yeah. so you couldn't match with someone uh-huh. else in that period of time it was very restrictive and the twist of the thing was was that somebody they simulation rig, yeah. pala sila, no? Uh, yes, I remember that part. And, and they kind of rigged the system na in how many other permutations they experienced. They still found each other and found a way to try to escape the simulation. Diba? True love wins, guys! Sana nga. True love wins, grabe. Si Erica... Ay, ng love life. Wow, salamat <laughs> sa boyfriend kong nakikinig. Lang naman yun. Hello. Hello, Mitch. Pahingin ng tinapay dyan. <laughs> oh, yeah, Instagram anyway. mo na lang siya. Nandun lang yun. Hanggang dun lang yung tinapay na binibake niya. Hanggang <laughs> Instagram na lang. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Hang the DJ. Really good. Excellent. Watch it from season 4. Yep. And, and, and I love how it was a commentary on relationships din na parang you do feel trapped but you feel like you have to push through with it because other factors told you that you should. That's diba? true. Especially in the Philippine setting where oh, I feel like ganun. what people think of you and your relationship factors heavily into your relationship. Yeah. My parent aspect. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, your extended family, right? your friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's not just a Filipino thing, but I think it's heightened in the Philippines mm-hmm. na 
everyone's so closely knit with each other na you can't just help but judge yeah. who your friend is seeing. Exactly, right? And I think ano, there was a portion there nga na parang there were people who have found each other without the use of the app and people were like shocked. Na parang, <gasps> These people like uh, are, are, you know, are like rebels or something. <laughs> like they don't date like everyone else. It's yeah. crazy, diba? Like how how conventions can just get you like that. Yep, but Crazy they stuff. love wins at the end of it. Love wins. It's one of it the really happy does. endings for Black Mirror. I know, and it was a very satisfying happy ending to me. It didn't feel like out of character. It didn't. Bayon. It, didn't. It, it didn't. It was for good reason. Mm-hmm. And last, but definitely not the least, as we mentioned earlier, San Junipero. The best. The best Emmy. Of the best. Award winning. Emmy Long award winning. Mini yeah. movie. Mini, actually, people think of it as a mini movie. And I think they're coming up with a sequel sometime. Talaga, may sequel? I think there are plans. Oh. But basically, oh. um, San Junipero mm-hmm. had um, a, another simulation mm-hmm. of you going into a system. It's the revealed to be... Yeah. Uh, it's first, it's showed to be um, two girls who are just meeting each other and having a great time in the 80s with a yeah. really great 80s soundtrack. I know. Like, Heaven is a Place on Earth. Iconic song. Iconic. Iconic song. And eventually, it's revealed that these people in this simulation, because wala, wala yeah. like for some time, like, where is this girl? Yeah. Where is this guy? Mm-hmm. Have you seen this guy recently? Oh, it's very old school. Walang very cell phone, cell phone. Wala. You just have to find the person. Exactly. But it's revealed that these people in the simulation are actually like, People who are dying. Yeah, they're in retirement homes already. And or they're actually dead. Yeah, they have yeah. the chance for their consciousness to be uploaded into this cloud mm-hmm. where you can experience any decade that you want. Exactly. Like in your youthful body. vibe. Yes. So talagang parang heaven talaga siya, honestly. And it's for me. It's not just the LGBT kind of storyline. It's not, I mean, yeah. It just so happens that they're two women who mm-hmm. kind of fall in love, or they do fall in love with each other. They do as people, mm-hmm. but it tran- transcends that. Yeah, it really does. I feel like, parang super bonus lang that it happened to be a great um, uh, lesbian love story. But I feel like if you switched it up, like if they were two guys or uh, like a straight couple, we'd still mo, cry at pero the end. Mo, and, you know, yung, ano niya eh, I know. Emotional tug. Yeah. So heartstrings. Guy. Well, then again, you're you're actually right there because we're so used to um, queer people being represented very tragically actually yeah. in media. So it was a it was a change that we didn't expect. Another happy like, ending. Yeah, another happy ending that didn't seem out of character. Surprisingly, for Black it's a Black Mirror the God tier episodes we realize now yeah, are diba? the happy ones. Are the I technically mean the one that happy ones diba? in a sense. Pero I guess the journey kasi to get to that happy ending made it all worth it. It didn't seem like okay, let's just make this episode light because I don't see a way to make it super tragic and impactful. It felt like it went there for the right reasons, you mm-hmm. know? And San Junipero really, like, hit every single um, plot point extremely well. The actresses were amazing, yes. too. Yes, queens. Yes, queens. And that soundtrack. 
can't go wrong with the soundtrack. And that is. is how you do Black Mirror, guys. Mm-hmm. Charlie Brooker. Yes. <laughs> go back I to mean, your God tier episode. We love your work, obviously, and that's why we're kind of sad about yeah, what happened to season five. But, I know. You know. Mm-hmm. As with any good show, there yeah. are some stumbles and yeah. like okay episodes and okay seasons. But mm-hmm. eventually, there's always a rainbow after the rain. Diba? Sabi nga ng South Border. <laughs> <laughs> Sabi ng South Border. And if this guy could make God-tier episodes like the ones we just mentioned, then he can definitely bounce back, I think, from season 5. Maybe a definitely. break. I think a break will do, do him more? good. more? I feel like he needs to go to the beach for Are a while. Are there secret like, episodes for secret for season five that haven't been released? Sana biglasang magano magre-release right we after never know. this. Di natin alam. Yes, yeah. but that ends our Black Mirror discussion. Woo! Those are the episodes that we loved, and mm-hmm. season five, which we did not love so much. We will go on a break. And we are back for our last segment of Popcorn with me, Chola Sadiaran, and my co-host, Erica Villegnacio. Hello! So, we are down to our last segment called Pop Stop. Mm-hmm. And Pop Stop is our top picks and recommendations for anything in pop culture sphere that you've consumed or you want to recommend to anyone that's listening or watching right now. Mm-hmm. So... What are your pop stop top picks of the week? I have two so far. Uh, one I'd like to talk about, Fleabag. It's a it's a show by Phoebe Waller Bridge. She wrote Killing Eve. I think you guys are more familiar. She with She also that. wrote that. Yeah, she did. She's amazing. She's such a great writer wow. and actress too. Um, it's I'd like to call it as uh, BoJack Horseman, except with oh, humans, <laughs> except with humans, and and it's a woman behind it. And basically, her character is an all-around terrible person, but she doesn't want to be a terrible person. Circumstances like got her there. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much a dark comedy about her life and how she's trying to right those mistakes. And I think uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is a really, really exciting new face, especially in pop culture. Do give it a watch. I, I really want to watch it. I recommend it. I have should. Amazon Prime now, yeah. so yes, I can watch, watch that. It. That's watch where it, watch we watched the Jonas Brothers documentary. Nice, and nice. It has three bag, mm-hmm. and it also has Good Omens, which I also want to watch. I also need to watch Good Omens. Then, I but I want to read the book yet. first. Oh yeah, you yeah. should. You should. You really should. It's a great book. You can find it anywhere at that. I have Sobrang one in my room eh. again. Diba? Sunduku ang peg. Pasahin mo na. Nandun lang naman. So for me naman, um, I didn't get to mention this in my previous episodes, but you should watch The Perfection on Netflix. Oh, interesting. It's I've, a I've really good thriller yeah. slash kind of horror film. Mm-hmm. And see uh, Alison something. Alison Williams Ayan. from Get Out. Is in She's here. super scary. I love her. She is so good. Yeah. Like emerging to be a queen of horror, mm-hmm. like a scream queen of the new generation. Tapot lang she deserves and it. I this think. just goes all places. Like mm-hmm. you don't know what to expect out of this. Like it goes to one place and you're shocked. It goes to another place and you're shocked even more. Mm-hmm. And by the third act, you're like, wow, how did they do this? And I didn't expect this kind of ending wow you don't even run out of shocks at the end of the whole yeah thing. i mean Grabe, it's divided no? into like several parts okay kind of 
that kind of signifies like an elevation to what more the story is gonna show you mm-hmm. and that's a really good netflix movie like netflix is really doing well they're stepping it up now no? with yeah. their movies uh-huh. so hi netflix again <laughs> we're here <laughs> oh no we're here long existing oh one more pala uh you guys should listen to fancy it's the newest ep by twice and i feel like it's also their best so but far. i didn't like fancy the single as mm, much okay i'd argue that more than like yes or yes which is Sabagay. Not Sobrang, the best song, but yeah. a bop. Yeah, it, it is a bop. Uh, I'd, I'd recommend other songs, though, on the Fancy EP. Maybe listen to the whole EP and you'll probably like a song even better than the title song. Okay, I'm going to listen to that after yeah. the show. But thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having it's me. This great. has been so fun. Thanks to everyone who's tuning in right now. Of course, we are on Instagram as at, at Popcorn Podcast. Please follow us. You can get all the updates on what's upcoming and more extra stuff mm-hmm. from that Instagram page. Of course, we are on all streaming platforms. We're on YouTube spotify apple podcasts and to those who are listening right now on apple podcasts please don't forget to rate and review the show we need it yes we so do. we can get up in the ranks mm-hmm. and get some clout next <laughs> so yeah clout. Um, this is actually my first month of doing the show Woo-hoo! it's been a great ride and i'm Congrats. really looking forward to a lot more episodes with you and everyone else who has joined me yeah. and everyone else who will yet Oh, who are yet to join the show? Yeah, diba? Daming ganaps eh. It's hard Super. to Super. And next week, we have a Toycon mm-hmm. slash X-Men episode for our main episode. Of course, we also have mini-sodes up. We have the Jonas Brothers one and Aladdin ones previously released before today. Great. So check those out. And all our previous episodes, wherever streaming is available. Mm-hmm. I feel so legit. Diba? Grabe. On all platforms <laughs> pa, guys. Yes. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, Radio Katipunan, as always. And see you guys next episode or see next you. week. Bye. Bye.